Welcome to the Marriage Puzzle Podcast with Julie and Thomas Hobby. We are marriage coaches who help couples with pain points about money, intimacy, and communication go from being overwhelmed to being secure in their marriage. If this is your first time listening to us, thanks for checking out our podcast. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Let's dive into this episode. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to episode 31 called Sex and Affection. And we are going to dive right into this and talk about each one of these two topics uh, a little bit separately and do a deeper dive into each one. And we're going to start with affection today. And we are just looking at affection as a way of symbolizing security, protection, comfort, and approval between you and your spouse. And it shows uh, I care about you and you are important to me. And, you know, a a hug can say all those things in one gesture. I love that. Um, I love hugging Thomas. (laughs) Um, But it's, it's, you know, a way that we greet other people too sometimes, Um, just the warm embrace. But also holding hands is even more exclusive, yet a public gesture. So that's something that you can do with your spouse that communicates to the world um, that you're showing each other affection, that you you care about that person and is the most important person. So you're not going to hold hands with just anyone that you see right. and say hi to. But um, yeah, so holding hands, um, hugging, those type of things to show show affection. Um, some small things that go a long way in your relationship. Yeah, like Julie said, I mean, hugs can be given to other people that you care about and things like that. That's a common way to greet people. Uh, But holding hands is that much more exclusive thing. I mean, you're going to hold hands with your spouse and maybe your kids uh, once you get into adulthood. And that's really it. And so it's, those are just a couple of things, a couple of ways to show, um, uh, to show the uh, affection that you have for your spouse. So in the context of marriage and talking about affection, um, I would say affection is the glue that holds your connection together. You know, you were probably really affectionate um, in the dating phase and show you had to show a lot more. Um, you had to demonstrate, I think, your love a lot more. And then, um, you know, as you as years go by for that connection, um, affection still needs to be there to to glue it all together and without affection i would say over time you can just feel used by the spouse who's initiating sex more you know Mm -hmm. if if i'm more the affectionate person and i need to receive that and i'm not getting that then just like you just want me for my body right right which sometimes may be true (laughs) that's good but that's not what we're talking about today um but yeah i want the affection this is why it's it's sex and affection right we're talking about them separately but they go hand in hand yeah they both of them they totally do and we're gonna connect the two a little bit later in the episode so make sure you stay all the way through but uh one thing i want to point out about what you're saying is um it for for often times the male in the relationship it can be uh, confusing because um, we can often, and, and I, I'm definitely guilty of this, I'm, I'm that person in our relationship, and we're not saying that it's the male in every relationship because that can be different, um, but uh, I'm the one who can sometimes get confused about this in our relationship because a lot of times males associate uh, the affection with uh, foreplay, and foreplay leads into sex, so the, the affection tends to happen 
right before or to initiate or in an attempt to get sex. You get like an immediate response Mm -hmm. to your affection where I'm looking for a lot more throughout the day (laughs) type of affection. Totally. And, you know, on that note as well, it can be... uh, Affection can be a difficult thing to master because think about when you're uh, a new a new couple together, those hugs, those hold uh, hand holdings that you do that we talked about at the top of the episode, they are uh, a lot more meaningful and a lot more exciting during that time. Uh, as your relationship goes on, they're still meaningful, but they probably lose a little bit of the excitement. Um, and I think that... Um, what happens is you have to then continue to perfect your craft and work on your craft uh, to find new ways, different ways to be affectionate towards your spouse that is a, an exciting a, a affection for them. That something that excites them. It's like, oh, yes, they do still love me. They do still care about me. Uh, because, you know, like I said, holding hands can, you know, lose that spark <laughs> spark over time yeah that it that initially created at one time yeah so i think if you're listening and you're like well i'm not affectionate you know i'm not the affectionate one in our relationship or you use the excuse of that's not my personality you know i, I would say it, sit down and talk to your spouse and explain to them that you do care about them very much but that you often fail just to express that deep care um, appropriately. You may not know how, and it's okay to ask them, just like Thomas was saying, to learn this craft, learn how to be affectionate, what once maybe came naturally. Um, it's not like you, you've you grown out of wanting to be affectionate, mm-hmm. um, but you might need to learn how your spouse needs to receive that now in right. this stage of marriage. And so ask them, you know, to help you learn to express this affection in ways that would that they would feel appreciated. Yeah, and we've we've touched on this in many of our episodes through the book uh, called The Five Love Languages, and that's a great book to help you or your spouse figure out ways that you can be affectionate uh, in their love language. Something that's going to fill their tank. Like we said, uh, you know, hugging and handholding are great things in the beginning of a relationship. Those are both actual physical touch examples. So if your spouse is a physical touch person, those may continue to provide a spark. But if they're not, then, you know, if they're a words of affirmation type of person, you need to, your spouse needs to be able to give you ways that you can be successful to show that affection towards them rather than just guessing all the time. Right. And we love that book. If, if you haven't heard of it, you can check it out on our website. We have all the books that we reference in our podcast at marriagepuzzle.com slash books. And um, we're in the middle of another book called His Needs, Her Needs. And um, in that, it, it does talk about affection and sex. And um, the author says, sadly enough, most affairs start because of lack of affection and lack of sex. You know, it's it's a vicious cycle. She doesn't get enough affection, so she shuts him off sexually. Or he doesn't get enough sex, so the last thing he feels like is being affectionate. You know, it's just like I said, a vicious cycle. And the solution to this this cycle is for someone to to break it and just stop the cycle. Yeah, totally. The the book itself actually takes a little bit harder of a stance, stronger of a stance on the his needs versus her needs, the male and female stereotypes in those regards. Um, we personally believe that both spouses in a relationship need 
affection. Both of them need the sex. Um, and uh, in most cases, it does happen to be the woman who needs to be the, needs the one to, the woman who needs to receive the affection. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she needs that to be able to um, have that emotional bond with her spouse. And she needs that so that she can have that physical connection um, with her husband. And so, so that... Uh, Typically, that's how that goes, um, and so they take a little bit stronger of a stance. But you know, we feel that both um, both spouses need both of those, and in, in different amounts. And those roles could reverse at any given relationship. Yeah, sex drive doesn't just have to be. You know, the male has a higher sex drive than the female. Um, that can be different in your relationship. So if that's you, you're not broken, or there's nothing wrong with that. And I would say it even can change season- seasonally. Mm-hmm. Um, just different stress levels or, um, and, and moods and, and that's, that's okay. We're usually just different levels. Mm -hmm. And so what we want to tell you to, to break that vicious cycle of, you know, um, affection leads to sex or sex leads to affection, you know, this game that couples can play with each other, um, needing, it's more of like a taking, I have to take something before I give something right? and that's not healthy approach. And so what we want to tell you is you, either the husband or the wife, you can go first. Mm -hmm. So start being more affectionate and start initiating sex, right? whatever it is for you that you need to do more of, you start first and fill in the blank. Exactly. Where at whichever side of the fence that you're on, um, you go ahead and take that first step and and try to help. And that will be the thing that can start to break that cycle um, and, and get you out of that rut. Believe it or not, sex is supposed to get better in marriage as time goes on. You know, I think we, um, at least as, women, I don't know, if male, you know, you think of your, your wedding day and then that leads to the honeymoon and it's this like fairy tale dream. And really that should not be the best sex of your life. Like you're still learning a lot about each other. Mm -hmm. And, um, and like we said, that can also change over time. And so sex is, uh, continual communication about it, how to meet each other's needs, um, both with affection, um, which is the more emotional intimacy and the physical intimacy. And so if, you know, if you do have the lower sex drive, don't even use that as an excuse. I would say the the more you do it, the more you enjoy it, and the more you want it. So sometimes you just have to lean into it. Um, it's kind of like working out, right? <laughs> like, he's like bobbing his head over here. I thought you were going to break out in a song. <laughs> what did I say? The more you do it, the more you enjoy it. And the more you want it. Yeah. <laughs> but well, I mean, sex is workout sometimes. <laughs> so <laughs> let's be honest. But getting off topic, I was leaning into, you know, because I've been there um, just because Thomas admitted, you know, he has the higher sex drive and I'm the lower sex drive. I would have excuses and um, and I just started to lean into it. And I think that that's why I would challenge you as a listener to don't turn sex down. Don't reject your spouse. Yeah. And think of it this way. When you got married, you both committed to limit your sexual experience to just each other, um, just that, just your husband or just your wife. And uh, if one of you is withholding sex or rejects initiation of it from your spouse, then you're not upholding your end of that commitment uh, because it's all it's a giving and receiving part of that commitment. And so if, if you're... Um, 
not upholding your giving end of that agreement, uh, then then that's going to cause some of this uh, bad cycle. And you know, while you can say it's not cheating on your spouse to withhold, um, you can also say that it is cheating your spouse out of that experience with you. Wow. You're not cheating on them, but you're cheating them out of that experience with you. Yeah, that's that's a hard pill. They to almost talk. weigh the same, right? I mean, it almost holds the same weight. So it's 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 a it's a big deal. That's why we say you both need affection and you both need sex um, for a healthy marriage to to thrive. And if you're not on the same page with these things, um, you you know, we always tell people that listen to this podcast with your spouse. So if you're not able to do that, make sure you're sharing the episode with them so you can listen and then come together and discuss. Um, the topic or the the t- the tips or or action steps that we provide, and so um, give each other, you know, exchange your own perspectives of this and how you feel about um, how you feel about affection and how you feel about sex, and discussing your differences with each other. Search for ways to make sex fulfilling for both of you. Um, because we know if you do this, you will be able to find a solution to one of the most pr- common problems in marriage. Yeah. And, you know, we want to help jump those conversations off for you. And so we're going to give you a list of a few questions that you can use as conversation starters around sex with your spouse. Uh, don't ask these questions while you're in the moment right. <laughs> uh, or, or trying to lead up to the moment. This needs to be a separated time so that you can really just dive in, you know, you make it a private time, not just, you know, while you're driving around town with kids mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, it needs to be an intimate setting. You know, a, a date night wouldn't be a problem for this. Um, but make sure you have good time to devote to these questions. So if you need to uh, pause and grab something to write these down or um, put your phone you know, somewhere so you can type it in your computer or something, do that um, because we're going to go ahead and give you these six questions. So the first is, what do you need in order to be in the mood for sex? What do you need to be, what do you need in order to be in the mood for sex? And number two is, do you feel comfortable initiating sex? Why or why not? So these are questions you're going to ask to each other, remember. so It's a, it's a dialogue back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yep. So both of you should answer each of these questions. Number three, how often would you prefer or expect sex? Number four, what sexual activities do you enjoy the most? Number five, are there specific sexual acts that make you uncomfortable? And number six, how could you each contribute to making your sexual relationship more satisfying? So you you might ask that question if you're in the moment, how could we each contribute to making our sexual relationship more satisfying? Yeah, because then it's, it's, you know, a unified <laughs> um, thing. And, and then hopefully during sex, like during the act, you are still showing affection. Mm-hmm. You know, affection can lead up to having sex, but then don't just have sex to check it off the box and um and and move on. Um affection can happen during sex with touching and kissing and looking to each other's eyes, you know. So, um if you're not being that intimate with each other, um go a step further and 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 you know, we've said like another episodes like turn the lights on if you you know or turn the lights off or light a candle whatever you need to 
do to kind of make it more intimate, mm -hmm. change it up, but it should be a really uh, affectionate moment between, right. between you two. And then don't miss the greatest intimate moment that comes after being intimate. So this would be called like the recovery phase, you know, after the climax. Um, when you're out of breath. <laughs> catching your breath. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it, it was a workout. Yeah. Um, and don't be so quick to just get up, clean up, take a shower and go your separate ways. Um, don't miss this intimate moment after the intimacy by continuing to cuddle or, or giggle or, you know, smiling at each other. Um, kiss your spouse and thank them um, for what just happened, you right. know, how you made them feel. Um, the, the point is don't rush that moment together. That is kind of bringing all this emotional and physical intimacy of affection and sex all into one. Yeah. And uh, this is where it all combines together like we said in the beginning we we're going to tell you kind of how it all combined together this is the point in which you can have sex and affection at the same time and so as we said earlier if you're the spouse that needs the affection to build up to sex then this is a great opportunity um, to kind of retrain your brain and if you're the spouse who is trying to work on initiating affection make sure you don't just you know, bolt right after it's done. Um, you can both retrain your brains to associate the affection after sex with sex. And so as they come together, it almost then becomes a reward. So you have sex and then you get your reward of affection, which then will lead to sex later on because you're coming off of that high feeling and knowing what that feels like. It's going to lead back into more sex. And now we're starting a good cycle of things. Affection leads to sex. Sex leads to affection, uh, which leads back, back to sex. And so you'll, it's a good way to start retraining your brain when you put the two of these things together in the bedroom. Yeah, that's or perfect somewhere else but you know <laughs> for example's sake in the bedroom <laughs> start in the bedroom um so uh one other thing we want to talk about is frequency um of sex so if you can't remember the last time you had sex we would encourage you to commit to once a week um, that's a great place to start just pick a day of the week that works best for you just like every saturday for it, example it's okay if it is scheduled if mm -hmm. you've fallen out of mm -hmm. of the routine you might need to make a routine to get back to what i said earlier of the more you do it the more you enjoy it yeah. and and the more you want it yeah um it's okay to schedule sex. Totally. It's actually healthy to do that in marriage so that you keep connecting with your yeah, spouse. Yeah, you might need to schedule it to get back into a habit so that mm -hmm. then it doesn't need to be scheduled anymore. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, it's just another cycle that you have to break. And so um, if you're consistent once a week, then uh, bump it up to twice a week. Find find your groove and, and, and get into it. Um, Personally, our goal is every other day, and that's something that we um, have just set in our relationship. And we've <clears throat> talked a lot about that. wasn't just something that we did from the honeymoon. We've right. gone. Oh yeah. We were back in the once a week, and then when you missed that, it would like we'd look at each other and not know when we had sex last. So mm -hmm. we have we're we're being very honest and open, putting that out there. That yeah, our goal is every other day because we've taken a lot of time to discuss that. Right. And, um, and that's a priority in our marriage. Yeah. And, and of course there could be seasons of life that interfere and life just happens and, and things like that. I mean, you know, what you just said that that didn't happen from our honeymoon, that we've had our ups and downs in that area. Um, and 
you know, if you've listened to any of our other podcasts, you might know that we have twin boys and those were our first kids. Um, so you can imagine, as you can imagine, after having twins, you're, you go into survival mode. You know, we've said we felt like roommates after that, you know, we realized we felt like roommates. And so that was probably one of our worst points, not necessarily because we didn't want to, but there was just a lot of things happening that interfered. So we really had to consciously try to talk about that and break that cycle so that we could get back into a better groove for this. And so, um, if, uh, if, if you, so our goal is every other day. And what's good about that is that if you, um, if we miss a day, then it's only a couple days till the next time that comes around. If we miss two times in a row, then we've stretched it out to once a week. And we really kind of feel that that's when things get a little off for us. So we, we get off even in like our communication, we'll uh-huh. have a little tiff or like, why are we fighting or what's, what's going on? And I'm like, Oh, when was the last time we had sex? But right. it's not all about the, the frequency. It's just taking, taking these tips and, and, evaluating where you are in your your marriage and your physical intimacy and upping it a little bit sure so don't feel like you have to swing overnight too yeah. <laughs> every other day that that's the only way to have a great marriage right um but just add to what you're doing and discuss those um things because if you can't get there then you know that's why i said we had to talk a lot about it and figure out um how to get that goal of you know every other day because then we can start leaning into the affection um parts of exciting each other helping each other you know and then you look forward to it and so if you need help in that area of um looking forward to it or discussing it something that we use that's been really helpful is the intimately us app and it's an app that doesn't have any nudity or any you know disgusting things or um, anything that would kind of turn you off, <laughs> but um, it has conversation starters, some games, I think foreplay ideas, <laughs> things like it's that. It's got a lot of stuff in there. But in a very good, clean way. Yeah. And so, um, you know, if it is a lot to start this with your spouse, then try to use the app too to get their, get your frequency up and start um, showing more affection and have more sex. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if if you're interested in that app, go check out our website, marriagepuzzle.com slash partnerships. Uh, we've got a partnership with them. You can click on the link on our website. It'll take you straight to uh, the app store and, you know, your respective platform and you can download the uh the app right there yeah i actually think going into the month of february now they're doing a valentine's day challenge so Mm -hmm. that's kind of fun too um we did a a challenge back in september um it was like a 30-day challenge um september yeah september was fun (laughs) um it was through the app and um so i'm excited to uh see that launch for for valentine's day Mm -hmm. the the 14 days leading up to it. Yeah, they've got some really creative, great ideas. So uh, make sure you go check that out. Uh, again, marriagepuzzle.com slash partnerships. The app is called Intimately Us. Click on it there and it'll take you right to your app store. Um, thanks so much for tuning in with us on the Marriage Puzzle Podcast this week. And as always, uh, make sure you go uh, check us out on social media at Marriage Puzzle. And thanks so much for being here. We look forward to you joining us next week where together we'll work on marriage one puzzle piece at a time. See you later. Bye. Thank you.